heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, many of us were taught as kids that uh, that famous quote, you know, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. It's a quote that we learned as kids and it stayed with a lot of us uh, throughout our lives, meaning that it's about integrity, it's about character and playing the game right. Uh, This quote became famous from a gentleman, uh, Grantlin Rice. And uh, Grantland, known as Granny, actually, uh, was in the early 20th century, he was a sports writer, very famous sports writer. And uh, he was published in a lot of newspapers and uh, broadcast on the radio as well. He lived from 1880 to 1954, actually, uh, Grantland did. And then, quote, we all know that quote. I mean, we it was drilled into a lot of us as, as kids, adolescents, grown up through the school system, the integrity character, play the game right, and whether you win or lose isn't really the material point, but that you had integrity or character throughout the game, right? Well, that's pretty safe to say. The problem is now, if you're talking about just a sports game, okay, uh, you know, I can I, I can buy that from, from Grantland Rice, and it's a sports writer, it made sense, but it was built into the way a lot of us were thinking and raised up and were educated in that integrity mattered, character mattered. That quote probably doesn't play well when you're talking about your country or your nation, because it does matter whether you win or lose. And, And it probably also matters how you do play the game And what I've discovered a great deal, I think, that really gets me how unfair this game is that we are playing to save our nation, is that these two political parties, there are no angels within the group, first of all. We have to qualify that, both the left and the right. We're not talking about uh, a superior being here of any sorts, okay? You know, but when you look at the left and the right and the way they play the game, it is it is entirely different. Our two political parties play the game 100% differently, uh, understanding that nothing is absolute friends, nothing. So you can always give an example back as to why that is or is not, but it's the infiltration of the varied ideologies that impact both parties. So you you have the influx of these different the way people think the way the uh, people call them rhinos on one side of the aisle or extremists on the other side you know so bottom line is it's best to look at trends and inconsistencies of popular belief i would say in, in the arguments put forth to really understand how the game is being played right well where public support is won or lost is key in all of these games that are being played out, friends. Public support is key. 
and and that becomes momentum and it becomes part of our culture and how we think and how we act and and that can change the paradigm quickly can it, it can change the whole the whole equation please understand the way that is so public support being key that fight is always and won by leftist ideology and that is absolute what i say to you there and why is i that that i say that that public support is one or lost okay this is the most important thing and that fight is always and it is absolutely won by leftist ideology why that is well they have the wild card they have the jokers in the deck and that my fellow americans makes all the difference in these discussions those jokers i'm referring to are the media elites and the social media oligarchs that drive public opinion this was always the wild card i seen it early on when i got into this whole business and i see it more today than i've ever seen it before so yes it's an unfair fight that's the starting point those are the ground rules more or less in how the game is played you understand now where we're at that's what's happening in a nutshell okay that's the starting point those are the ground rules now back for one quick moment to this grantlet rice half of that equation is right when we talk about our country it's how we play the game i agree with part of that but i think you have to fight fire with fire and you have to play the game to win so i i don't agree with rice when you take a sports game and you equate that to how we were brought up as kids and now we're talking about our country is at risk and it doesn't matter whether we win or lose but how we play the game matters a great deal it matters because playing the game with integrity and character and all of that which we'll talk about now as i get into some examples here today okay but it matters if the other side is are changing all the rules and turning the game upside down and you know the the typical the usual lie and cheat and steal and that goes on now both sides cheat and steal to be sure i want you to think that that's only one side of the equation because that would be a bull-faced lie but and nothing's absolute remember i told you nothing's absolute here for sure um, there are a few honorable folks in the mix very few though people it's it's a tainted game and it seems to attract the worst of us politics i'm speaking of you know and and the people we we hire and we put in there to represent ourselves is probably one of the biggest injustices america has done unto itself and the other big injustice would be the fourth estate what i've already read to you the sun fear fight of the media elites and the social media oligarchs that are driving public opinion everything falls from that that point of view that paradigm i'm speaking about right now and that's what i think i've isolated as the biggest problems we're having right now friends as to why it's an uphill struggle and why we are totally losing the fight 
and uh, why it matters, frankly. So interesting opening sequence there. Hopefully I get you to think just a little bit more outside of the rules of the road. You know, I often reference to you that the political right, they acquiesce pretty consistently to leftist demands. Leftist demands, we're not speaking about a normal Democrat or even a progressive thought process. We're talking about an extremist ideology. This is the infiltration of that party. And it gets complicated because those calamities that are happening that are also being manipulated by globalists and big thinkers, people that are very nefarious and have less than honorable uh, points uh, of view to our country. They they just think in a whole different way. And they're, they just see the world differently, friends. You have to admit that. You have to know that. So if you keep playing the game like – like, uh, you know, like it doesn't matter whether you're winning or losing, but you feel honorable because you're doing the right thing. Uh, I, you're eventually going to lose the whole thing. And that's what's happening right now. The right doesn't know how to push back. They don't know how to fight fire with fire. And they acquiesce all all the time. We see it. I've got a lot of examples of that today. We see it consistently. Now, as we come into a, a very big month here, and I will say to you this, uh, the, uh, the political disparities are going to be many throughout the month of September, and there's a lot riding right now on the political landscape just ahead. I, I think what we'll talk about today is a bit of a prelude uh, to what happens next uh, with this 2024 election on our shoulders, but also driving that public opinion and what's going to transpire just ahead uh, is part of what I'd like to talk to you about today, friends. So welcome into the Voice of a Nation here. I'm Malcolm at eight. Uh, and uh, let's talk a little bit today, frankly, about a few different things, okay? Um, so part of those media elites and social media oligarchs, it's a couple of um, uh, prime stories I'll reference today and we'll discuss a little bit more. One comes from NBC News uh, and the other comes from... Uh, Vox, V-O-X, um, both, uh, like all the media, 90 some odd percent of the media, it's all leftist ideology. So you sort of can't get away from that. Okay. But the, but this is what's driving public opinion. It's what's driving a narrative out there. And it's becoming gospel in how people think the, they get indoctrinated with this thought process is what it is. And they don't even realize it's happening. It just becomes part of the fabric of the conversation at the water cooler. And this has kind of been a big part of the demise of why Donald Trump has had a problem. He's lost control of the narrative for a lot of the things I speak about today, you know, and he's, he's played the game a little bit incorrectly with the fact of uh, enraging of the left, you you know, again, I speak to you all the time about this. Sun Tzu, the art of war. You never empower the left or enrage them. You're better to do it by secret surprise and the, the value of shock, whereas we don't do that. You know, uh, patriotism, American values, they don't do that. They play it a little differently. 
The problem is it's not a winning strategy right now, you see. I know, I know. It, you know, have to keep it real, people, but it, a lot of people would might question that a little bit here. Uh, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. This uh, headline in this one piece with the NBC News, follow me carefully on a few different points here. And I think you'll see some shocking examples of what I speak about today. Impeachment threats and shutdown fears. Congress returns for a chaotic September. And there's a lot being hyped up about that right now. Clearly, we're in a pivotal month and a this equation of what transpires right now, as I say to you, is a prelude coming into a very uh, big political season right now. And all of the things that are going to happen, all these vaccinations are going to put us on a path somewhere. But there's not a lot of room for error right now, I remind you. Not a lot of room for error. The game is being ratcheted up just as we speak here in ways that most people listening to my voice right now truly don't grasp or understand the gravity of of what's transpiring and the risk the dangers it's there's nothing business as usual about what's happening in america right now there's nothing political as usual about what's happening and it is a sad state of affairs no doubt and we all have a sense that something has gone wrong um something doesn't feel right in the, the pit of our stomachs, you know, we all know that and what we're going to do about it is another question and fighting with fire with fire is going to be an important piece of this. So that piece with NBC news, I'm going to reference that a bit here. as I talk to you a little bit about these couple of big things about this government shutdown threats of that happening right now. And uh, so it's a divided Congress. They start off saying, well, Congress is always divided, first of all, people. So that's not a new revelation. <laughs> it's never going to be a new revelation. It will always be divided. And a divided country has some benefits and some merits. Let me be clear. Everyone talks about unite in America. And uh, in fact, we have a conversation coming up with that in the next couple of days with some of my team on the, on the uh, producers team here. Uh, about that, which I don't have on with me today because I want to talk just directly to you all without any other input or uh, distractions from others, you know, today, okay, if you don't mind. But we'll have some conversation on this uniting business. And uh, I've come to the conclusion it's not possible to unite America anymore. And I, I say that respectfully, uh, for sure, but I, I definitely say it just the same. Uh, part of that is we're not going to be able to unite with the Marxist left and the extremist takeover and the globalists that are trying to seize our country and swallow it whole. It's not going to be possible. I've come to that conclusion now. I was always one that was talking about uniting the country for a long time, but I, I don't see it as uh, as doable anymore. Uh, what does that mean? And there are some good questions that are raised with that. We'll talk about that more in the days ahead. I don't want to get distracted here, but... Just know that my philosophy is it is very difficult at this point to unite with people that are trying to smash our heads into the ground and trying to steal our country and trying to wreak havoc on the rule of law. And they want a Wild West uh, nation. It's very hard to unite with those people, my fellow Americans. I just don't see how we can unite with this sort of behavior. You understand what I mean? And I'm a very given and forgiven person to the point of having a conversation with anybody. I, I think you probably know that about me. I'm also 
um, don't like a lot of BS and I don't like the injustices that are being put forth in our country right now. And the people that are being uh, uh, bedazzled uh, with BS, lied to, out and outright lied to. And I, I think it's what we need to address here. Uh, so there's a long list here coming into this month right now, and there's a divided Congress, if you will. And I always chuckle when they say that. And you see it everywhere right now. Just go look at any particular news feed or anything at all, and it's all going to be about a divided nation or divided Congress. And But as long as I've been living, I've always seen it as sort of a divided nation in Congress. It's always been that. I don't ever remember a time where somebody got on and said, well, we're all happy in paradise today. Even with Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan, it was a very divided, hostile nation. It was always that way. So that really isn't a new development. It's always been part of the fabric of America. Uh, so let's let's be clear. We understand what we're talking about here. But it depends what we're uniting to do and how we agree to disagree and what those rules are of the game that I talked to you about up front that I, I, uh, that's why it's so appropriate now, that quote from Grantland Rice, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. I disagree with Grantland Rice entirely when it comes to the fate of our nation. Uh, it does matter wh whether we win or lose, and it damn well matters how we play the game. And if we continue to play the game, uh, and we can talk about integrity and character in a moment, but fighting fire with fire is relatively important. And maybe as long as we're honest with the American people of why we're doing something, maybe we can still hold on somewhat to that integrity and character over here, okay? But winning or losing the game, I'm a bit of a poor sport in full disclosure with you. And I have no desire or by design to lose in this game. I, I just don't see it as an option, friends, you know? And, and that's a message I would take to God Almighty. Who would expect us to fight in every way possible to win this thing? So, uh, so keeping the federal government function is part of the um, narrative coming right now from the media, uh, and and that's a narrative we'll talk about now here. Uh, what does it mean to have a government shutdown? And and th this has come up a lot in our country. It happens because typically they want to have a continuing resolution, a CR. Uh, which is a temporary means to come together on a, on a budget or some sort of a Band-Aid. We have more Band-Aids on our country right now. This bitch is pretty wounded and, uh, and damaged right now, frankly, our, our nation. There are so many Band-Aids. We've, we've had so many CRs. In other words, it's become a normal way of doing business now. We're not really uh, fighting for a budget or a conclusive thought. It's just putting a quick CR on it which is what the left and right do pretty consistently, band-aid, so we don't have a quote, quote, government shutdown. Now, in the case of a government shutdown, the political operatives and the media make it a lot more than what it is. And when you think about how out of control we are and how we're totally bankrupting our future, and we've already done it, we're not going to do it, we've already done it, we are the most disrespectful, unruly generation in our lifetime, my fellow Americans, this right now that we speak about, as I tell you all the time from Tom Brokaw's greatest generation coming out of World War II to the most screwed up generation known to mankind, well, that's what we're dealing with right now as we talk about the United States of America. That's where we sit right now. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's not really bragging rights. But it is it is a fact. And I think a lot of you know what I'm talking about and have a sense of exactly what I mean. 
I, listen, I, I got to keep it real with you, but I am an optimist and believe in our shining city on a hill. But right now, that shining city is uh, pretty well tarnished and beat up, friends, and is in a hostile takeover, uh, without a doubt. Now, the funding for the government, the government will still operate. They just won't be able to pay some things, you know, and a lot of these extracurricular things won't be able to be paid or dealt with or what have you. But the government can still operate to the point that it can. They just make more out of it than what it is. And they try to make it uncomfortable, which they've done in the past. They'll like close down parks and close down public venues and national parks and things like that to piss off as many people as they can. Uh, and that's typically dependent on who's winning or who losing that public opinion fight. Now, pretty well, the left is always going to win that public opinion fight because they own the media and the social media. So pretty well, that means the right. It's it's not a fair game. It's never going to be a fair game. So when you talk about playing in the game, how you play the game, well, the left already figured that out. You see, they already figured that out and they're playing the game exactly what it is, but they want to win the game. And so all the rules change, people. you got to see how this thing is now. You see what I'm talking about. That's what happens. September 30th is the deadline, or we face a shutdown. Now, right now, we're facing some hostile times ahead. Uh, we're facing uh, massive problems uh, that are so hard to put into uh, just brief talking points. But I think about all of you out there hearing me right now, understand the gravity of where we are at. I don't really need to take the next 20 minutes and explain to you how bad it is economically, our sovereignty, our borders, our foreign policy. I don't need to explain to you the drugs that are running rampant. I don't need to explain to you the raising, rising crime and the law and order that has decimated our cities. I don't need to explain a lot of this to you, the, the runaway inflation, the, the, the challenge that people are having the feds and keep raising the rates and the upside down, what they're doing to our e economic future right now. I don't really need to drill all down on all those things. This is a smart audience. You all know what is going on. You understand exactly what I'm speaking about. So you, you get the gravity of where we're at. And unless you're living in a bubble or you're only reading NBC News and Vox, then you would know what I'm talking about. But for those who just do that, they're probably not going to be our audience. I'd like to get some of them in here to change their minds and their concepts, frankly. But a lot of them are not. And, you know, we just have to keep pointing out they're listening and reading and watching the wrong narrative. It's a hostile narrative that is playing the game to defeat our nation. That's really the, the guts of this whole conversation we're having, my fellow Americans, you know. Um but right now, this whole notion, I mean, I, I think uh, on a surface, I would suggest to you that I would see at this point, and I know some people listen and may meet the statement with uh, aghast, others not so much because they get what's going on. But I think right now, if, if we keep doing the same thing and banging our head against the wall, uh, that is the insanity that Einstein talked about. We just can't keep doing that, friends. That is insanity. We are closing the moment and the point of insanity in our nation right now. We're right there. We're right at the precipice of insanity. It's insanity because we're going to go from the greatest nation the world has ever known, an empire that was uh, God-given, 
and truly amazing to humanity, uh, we're going to blow it all away. And we're going to lose it all right now. That that fight, that that is in process. That's not something that's going to happen or might happen. It's happening. So that's the first thing you have to understand. We're losing the fight. We're losing this whole game of America. And it's playing out right before our eyes in our lifetimes, which would make us play to the point I say to you, going from the greatest generation to the most screwed up generation there ever was. And that's really, really stinks. It sucks, basically, that we have to say that, you know. I mean, that doesn't feel good. I, I don't get bragging rights to say that. It it hurts my heart to say that. But uh, it's a fact, and you have to say that, people. There's nothing happening right now that would give anybody the warm and fuzzy to what's happened in our country. And it just is that way. So the, the idea of a government shutdown could very potentially be a very positive thing right now. If we could stop the insanity right now, if we can all agree this 900-pound government, uh, the, this beast that is the federal government, this is far and away not what our framers ever envisioned for our nation. In fact, they put protective measures in to prevent this day from happening, yet it is happening because of all the things I spelt out with you moments ago, how the game is being played in that quote and the left and the right, how they tackle the game, how they play the game and the media elites and the oligarchs who position only one side of the game. If those media elites and social media oligarchs ever came to their senses, which isn't going to happen by the way, but if it did, you would see an entirely different narrative. It would wake up the people from sea to shun and sea. And it would just, it would be such a breath of air flowing into our country that people would be in shock. I mean, really shock. Probably a lot of people would have PTSD as well. I'm not sure how, but imagine that moment. It's not going to happen. So it's only a fairy tale to imagine because the globalists and the elites have their, their, their claws into all of this. And these people are, are part of Satan's operation and their mode is to take America down. Okay. So you have to, that's a simplest form. You don't need to complicate this people. We just don't need to complicate it. What I share with you now is the God's honest truth. They only have one mission, and that is to tear. No other, nobody else with a better mission would leave our country in the position of what it is with open borders for drugs to run rampant, to kill all of our people and our young people specifically, and to bring all kinds of vile gangs and drugs and terrorists into our, I mean, who would do that? Who would do that? Only Satan would do that. I mean, that's it. So the operatives who are running our government now are clearly a product of evil and a product of Satan. Nobody else would do that, friends. It's not a gesture of kindness or goodwill. These people are being raped and brutalized and molested and just horrible crimes on the way to our open borders and our and our lackluster country with no sovereignty or no borders or no commitment to truth. I mean... So there you go. In a nutshell, that's what's transpiring there. So if you think about that part of the equation and these poor parents who are burying their kids from fentanyl overdoses that are being laced with things that people have no idea they're taking it and they're dying 
by ungodly numbers right now. We're in, we're in a whole new range of historical numbers. Looking at all of that and understanding where we are economically and people can't afford to live right now, can't afford to die either for that matter. But now you see that, you know, um, we're, we are losing our grip quickly and people are paying a price for this. Uh, a lot of people are still in denial, but they're paying a price for it. So when you look at all of that and then you look at the cumbersome debt that we are now uh, amassed, it is unavoidable that the percentage of our GDP to debt is unaffordable any further. And this is going to now, uh, this is going to uh, begin to um, really uh, strike at the heart, I would say, of America right now. I mean, there's no more room to maneuver. There just doesn't exist any more room to be taken on more debt in our country, we're at a critical point. We can't pay it back. Uh, we certainly can't pay it back now. In the meantime, the feds are bankrupt in the country as well, and they're creating economic demise in our nation uh, with them toitering with all of the things they shouldn't do. I mean, American ingenuity, American exceptionalism, American brilliance, it doesn't require the uh, manipulation of the markets uh, that has taken place that is for the wealthy and the global elites, which is creating more of a disparity of uh, of communism, uh, the very elites at the top and the rest of us as what's happening in our nation. We're no longer playing to free markets and free thoughts. Uh, we're playing to a whole different paradigm that our country just doesn't recognize um, that path. It's not a path to prosperity, in other words. It's a path to hell. So when you consider the options of, you know, having a government shutdown and maybe stopping some of that insanity for a moment, and, you know, sometimes you've got to put a spotlight to really get to the filth of the situation, have to understand that maybe that time is now, my friends. Maybe this is the time we need to do it. Uh, you know, this uh, NBC piece, they say to further complicate matters, it could collide with a House Republican impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden as a restive conservative wing. Now, restive being that, you know, they're restless and impatient, boards, dissatisfied, they want to shake things up. A lot of that would describe Donald Trump, in fact. And it's fine to be innovative and unique and restive if we want to have an innovative nation, for sure. But they're calling it the restive conservative wing of the narrow House GOP majority attempts to flex its muscles on the investigations and shake the must-pass bills. And so the bigger point on this is McCarthy, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, calls for an impeachment inquiry, a natural step forward for the Republican-controlled House and warned that a shutdown could hinder ongoing GOP investigations of Biden, his administration, and the son's business dealings. He says, and I quote, if we shut down, all of government shuts down investigations and everything else, it hurts the American public, he said. Uh, and even though House Republicans have not produced evidence of wrongdoing, NBC says, you see how they always say, not present by Biden, uh, people are saying that rested part of the conservative party is saying, well, they don't want to support funding this government any further until an impeachment inquiry might be looked at into the president. And 
some of them included Marjorie Taylor Greene are coming out with very declarative statements about that, saying they won't pass anything or suggest anything unless they do that. Now, it gets a little more juicier as to why that is. Uh, and um, the White House, the remarks, of course, drew swift pushback from the White House with this statement here. Okay, drum roll, please, right? If Speaker McCarthy proceeds to an impeachment simply to throw red meat to the right wing as a condition for or distraction from far-right GOP efforts to shut down the government, because they really only want a uniparty, friends. They don't. That's what they mean by extremists or right wing. Uh, we'll define that more as we go here, but they say it will. the White House, it will prove once and for all this is a baseless, politically motivated exercise not rooted in evidence and not about getting uh, to the truth. This is the White House spokespeople now saying this. Okay, well, clearly, that's a very uh, uh, partisan, ideology-driven statement to make, clearly. You wouldn't expect anything different coming from the White House. Uh, McCarthy also faces far-right demands to include conservative immigration provisions. Far-right demands. Listen to the words. I mean, what is far-right about securing our nation, people? What's far-right about the rule of law? What's far-right about a good economic situation for all families? What's far-right about that? What is extremist about that? You know, really, though, what is that? I mean, I'd take more of that far-right if that's what that means. See, but they don't draw that out into the equation here, NBC News, of course, because they're run by oligarchs and global elites. So far-right demands to include conservative immigration provisions. I mean, just manage the freaking border. Put a wall up. Do something. Don't let all these cats come into the country. Stop the terrorism flowing in. Stop the drugs from flowing in. Stop the incentives. Stop these poor people that are being hustled up here through cartels and being raped and mutilated and have to pay all kinds of money they don't have to get over here because the cartels are owning our borders. What kind of a sovereign country does that? It shouldn't exist, people, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the criminal indictments of former Donald Trump, they always throw that into the equation, of course, you know, that this is the far-right demands. Um, yeah. And uh, so it's going to get interesting now with the Senate coming back. The House will be back next week. Uh, some of the government shut down. Uh, Chuck Schumer uh, says uh, when the Senate gavels in, it will focus on funding the government and preventing House Republican extremists. Now, this is what Chucky always did. Chucky doesn't tell you what he did to undermine the Trump administration. He doesn't tell you what the Democrats did to undermine the Republican administration when they were running the. He didn't tell you any of that. That that was okay. And, of course, the the uh, media oligarchs, the elites, uh, the social media oligarchs, they go along with whatever Chucky wants because Chucky represents the globalists and the extreme left, the crazy people who don't want an America to exist, clearly. They see a communist future of some sort. They are rapidly uh, pushing America over the brink uh, to become a third world cesspool is what's happening. 
So he he always referenced them as he never referenced his own group for the for the hostile takeover and what they did to the Trump administration, all the hostilities, all the leaks, all the vile things that took place, the 25th Amendment, the double impeachments, all the things they harassed that president with every day of his administration. The most ridiculed, bamboozled, uh, slapped around a political administration of the history of our nation, bar none, bar none. That's what happened over that entire four years, plus the campaigning of Donald Trump, who was a threat to this, what we're talking about today, the rule of law, was a threat to all of this, everything we're talking about. Uh, So that tells you right there, House Republican extremists from forcing a government shutdown. Well, I think right now, a government shutdown may be what's in order. I I don't know what you think about it, but I mean, maybe that's something we should look at. Maybe it's maybe it's good to have a maybe a longer maybe to all right maybe to bring people to their senses right now in a good way maybe that's what we should do is maybe the the some of the Republicans and and I don't know maybe maybe some of the Democrats maybe that's a pipe dream I don't know but some of the committed political class and I have to say that because it really is a uniparty so some of the people who passionately care again get out on the Capitol steps. Make a stand, get the cameras out there, get the mics out there. Let's have a conversation. And maybe there is a reason we need to have a government shutdown at this point uh, to to for more uh, clearer heads to surface here, to what we're doing to our country, to everything that's transpiring right now. Maybe that's what we need to do. Whereas Schumer goes on and praises, you know, his Appropriations Committee Chair, Patty Murray, who's out of Washington. She's the Democrat. And again, Susan Collins, the Republican out of Maine, but she's not a conservative, not a patriotic conservative. I mean, she's a she's a uniparty gal. I mean, I, I the word rhino, whatever. I mean, but she's a uniparty gal. There, there's so many uniparties in there. They just play to bigger government, a bigger narrative. That's all they're looking for, friends. And, and Susan Collins is primed for that. She'd be the poster child for that group, you know, uh, for sure. And, and I'll end this part of the program with this. Uh, Chucky Schumer says, because of what we accomplished last year, our economy has gained a momentum. We cannot afford to jeopardize that progress because MAGA, and of course, they say it always very affectionately, MAGA Republicans want to play political games, uh, Schumer writes, right? The only way to avoid a shutdown is through bipartisanship. So if I've urged House Republicans as leadership to follow the Senate's lead. But, you know, it's funny how Chucky Schumer never wanted to urge the other side to do anything under Trump. No, of course not. Never urged anybody to come together. Never urged anybody to secure our borders. Never urged anything so that you you could pass a bill back then. Never urged anybody. He was happy to blow shit up. He did it all the time, Chucky did. That, yeah, but now he wants to urge, urge the leadership and the Republican leadership to come to their senses and support the extremist left. Back to back to where we started, friends, right? How you played the game. <laughs> How you play the game. Oh, man. Now you see what I'm talking about. They never fight fire with fire. They never have the get to the capital step moment. They never have a come to Jesus moment to have the truth out there and expose and Sometimes you have to take a sucker punch to the gut. Sometimes it hurts a little bit, friends. Sometimes you got to step back a little bit before you move forward. Sometimes you got to look at your plans again and reconvene. Sometimes you have to get innovative. And sometimes you have to draw out a new path forward and re-strategize. These were all principles we had in the boardroom 
for, for the business community that could well serve government well, because they don't do it well at all. Wow. Now you see where we're at when I talk about some of this when we begin. Now, we'll continue on in a moment to AmericaOutloud.news. Uh, is, uh, it, it's a movement, basically. It's a movement. It's a movement of people who passionately care, a movement who people understand the argument and the debate, who want to bring forth uh, a better nation, who, who really do want diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, and, uh, and welcome legal immigration and welcome a thriving economy and welcome a sovereign nation and welcome a drug-free country and education where people can learn and welcome all of these constitutional rights and freedoms that our founders and framers gifted us with. Absolutely. That's the nation we want, friends. That was the 1776 spirit. We we fought against uh, communism. We fought against uh, the king because we've seen a better day where we, the people, were in better control. Now we're letting them get back into our sandbox. And uh, our country has taken on uh, an unprecedented chapter that could unrule the American empire, the, the American uh, dream. This experiment could come to a crash and end very shortly. Yeah. So I need your help at AmericaOutloud.news to help us share the truth, please. Please get out there and help us do this thing. We cannot do it ourselves. It's just not possible. We need to have an upswell. And and I, and I ask you to invite others to the conversation here, please, okay? Please invite some others. This is the part I ask you your help for. It's really important. And we got to get the independents, the moderates, and left of center, our Democrat friends, to come in to a conversation. And I'm happy to have some of those folks on the platform here, on the network, on my show specifically. Happy to have a conversation about a quality of life that I think we could probably agree on. Most of those people in that spectrum there that I speak about that can disengage from the media elites and the social media oligarchs for a moment, not listen to them, but listen to the real truth of what's happening, the out loud truth. It's, it could be a whole new day in America if we can do this and begin to bridge the gap. I really need your help with that. Okay. Don't forget to visit AmericaOutloud.shop and get the latest there of amazing products to help you live a more fulfilling life. It is a, an enormous opportunity uh, to regain your health just as you come into a bad flu season and, and health is a real problem, upticks of COVID, all that, but beyond all that too, and that nonsense. And I, I don't want to do the fear stuff, but people are really struggling with um, vaccine injuries and a lot of that. And we see all the correspondence coming in and also, um, with uh, long COVID. It's a real problem. I mean, a real problem. We have to watch it myself. I have to watch it. My wife as well, who suffered greatly from it um, and has to have to watch because you get permanent damage to your body of things that happen. If it really took you, almost took you, takes you, you know, took you out and the damage uh, can be pretty severe. Anyways, have a healthier life by looking at some of the great products in there. Spike support from the wellness company is amazing with the natokinase uh, and the dandelion roots, all the ingredients in there, 25% off their product using the code OUTLOUD in uh, one wellness plan too for all your doctor visits. It, they are tremendous. I can't speak enough about this. And uh, the wellness company ads are in AmericaOutloud.shop. Just use code OUTLOUD to get the 25% off. Uh, also, Global Healing. Global Healing, this is the finest products. They're an amazing company. And uh, you you go take a look at all of the things they got. And I'll tell you in there, one of the products I took myself that I just really was super helpful to me 
is oxy powder. It's oxygen intestinal cleansing, and it cleans your intestines in your system in a way that is very important, very healthy, very timely. We all need this. This is their number one seller. So it's an unbelievable product, especially for someone like me who sometimes has intestinal uh, challenges, and probably some of you have it as well. It's a very delicate part of our human anatomy and taking care of your intestines. It can make the whole difference for other parts of your body. And I've learned that the hard way myself, you know. Uh, but that oxy powder is pretty interesting. 15% off you get using the code out loud. And you take this. Now, it's not something I take every day of your life, but you take it for a period of time uh, as it's suggested on the application itself. And I'm telling you, it, you will get a, it will help cleanse your system and make you feel that much better. I believe that this product is quite something. Always consult with your advice and doctor, of course, and others in your life. But this is a product that is their number one seller. Anyways, take a look around there, AmericaOutloud.shop and see what you think of any of that can help you. We'll pause now and join you on The Voice of a Nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at Liberty at America Liberty at America The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. back on the voice of a nation here it is malcolm out loud and we're talking today about a prelude to what happens next 
As we come into a very political hot potato month of September, uh, coming into this uh, political season, uh, you know, this is right on the cusp of uh, what's happening in uh, presidential uh, campaigning and elections. Uh, and uh, some very vital things that are happening economically in our country right now. The concern is a government shutdown, some are saying, uh, some, of, some folks, and I suggest you today, might embrace that uh, to bring people to their senses. Because, you know, by hook or by crook, we can either do this as a logical step as people to come together, or we're going to lose the country inevitably, you know, by hook or by crook, based on their bankrupting of our nation and the debt that they are accruing and the economic gains that the Federal Reserve is playing and Congress and the expenditures on top of everything else that's transpiring, friends, it's beginning to look a little bleak in our nation. It's hard to find that shining city on a hill right now that Reagan always talked about. I think of Reagan often funny in these times, thinking what would he do? You know, where would we be? This interesting piece, I started to comment a little bit. Some of the points today I've talked to you about come from uh, NBC News and Vox, V-O-X. And, and like all the media, it's all leftist ideology. Uh, that's the support the political class have. That's why these poli- That's why you're losing your country right now, my, my fellow Americans. That's why your borders are no longer, you don't have a sovereign nation. That's why economically you have inflation where it is. It's why you have drugs running rampant and threats against your kids to be have something laced with fentanyl and die, which many have experienced of that in our country. I mean, there's nothing sadder than that, uh, you know, to see that happen to poor pe- these poor people that are burying their kids. That should never happen. But these, these policies are all uh, preventable. This is all avoidable. This doesn't have to be this way in our country. So maybe if it takes shutting our government down to come to our senses, you know, might be something to look at at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Might be something we might want to consider, at least to stop the, you know, the America round from going around at the moment and say, okay, now let's figure things out. Where are we at exactly? I mean, we can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result, right? I mean, that's insanity, as Einstein said all the time. We can't do that. We've got to come to a different conclusion and fix this thing. It's fixable. It's less about Democrat and Republican. It's a uniparty that's really trying to take us over here. It's less about all of this red and blue fight. I think the country is wounded badly right now. And I think anybody who thinks we're going to unite with the leftist extremists is not looking at this thing in the way that I am today is all I would say to you. Uh, so they're saying we have a pretty big mess huh. to say that's an understatement, isn't it? Uh, is what they're suggesting we're com- as Congress comes back now, as the House and Senate come back, September is going to be a pretty big mess. Uh, and, you know, they're always calling the House Freedom Caucus. It's funny how the House Freedom Caucus, these are people who embrace and love the Constitution. They want Christian values. They want to bring America back to its roots. They always call them the extremists, the far. Do you, do you understand where we're at now? Please understand what I'm talking about is so vital. They refer to them as, as extremists. They refer to them as far right because saving America and honoring our Constitution is a far right idea in their eyes, you see, because that's not the America they want. That's they don't want what the framers put out here. So, yeah, that would be an extremist thought process to these people. 
especially since they've already taken a good part of the country over. They're running all the media. They have economic demise. They've got open borders and no sovereign aspect to our nation. Crime has fallen. Uh, all these cities and towns are escalating crime. It, it has fallen through the floor now. The chances of being mugged in a subway or out at a shopping center or uh, just in a neighborhood somewhere is very high. Having your car ransacked, window smashed is very real uh, in most of these cities and towns. And it's coming to a city or town near you. This stuff isn't going to go away, people. Not in this whole country. It's the United States of America. One for all, all for one. And all go to hell in a handbag, basically, is what's happening. So that's, that's what we have to stop, is a lot of that from happening. So at the time, they're trying to um, get this uh, government shutdown worked out or not worked out. Uh, there's a lot of talk about impeaching uh, President Joe Biden right now with a lot of the evidence that has already transpired through the whistleblowers, through the documentation, through other things that if it was somebody on the a freedom lover on the other side, your media elites and social media oligarchs would be all over that like a fly on you know what. Uh, but clearly in this case, that's all overlooked because it doesn't fit their narrative and their ideology, friends. And that's really a core of my message today to the American people. OK, the whole impeachment concept is a, an impeachment inquiry. You have to first understand did he or didn't do anything. We got the whole laptop conversation, the, the family, uh, the dollars, whether you believe or not. A lot of the evidence is showing that there were some sort of deal making happening. Uh, which to me is the biggest story, not a not a little disparity with a gun charge or a um, uh, tax uh, tax thing with Hunter Biden. I'm speaking of more. I think what the bigger conversation is is our national security, our foreign policy, uh, tit for tat with uh, Ukraine, Russia, China, uh, our adversaries, our enemies. Uh, you know, these are real possibilities, and more than possibilities. Now, the smoking gun is. Uh, it looks like there is some fire there based on the whistleblowers and the evidence and everything that's come forth and other evidence we see now that says that it was a play to, to pay to play. You, you pay to play. And that's what it appears to be with this president, which is why he's probably made many of the erroneous decisions that he has made against a free America and uh, against the rule of law and against a sovereign nation. And against an, an, an economic uh, prosperity and the American experiment, all of this stuff. You just see what I mean? It, it, there's so many things that are taking America down right now. It's not just one thing. I mean, if it was just one thing, we could talk about it, isolate the problem and fix it quick enough, probably. But it's everything. It's absolutely everything that has taken the nation down. And that's the problem we have. We all have to admit this, friends. This is something we have to admit. So McCarthy's looking to uh, be careful how he moves forward with this impeachment inquiry. Some of the Freedom Caucus, uh, some of the few people are demanding that that's put into play before they consider a CR or not or what have you. Now, a CR is what they do all the time. A continual resolution means they never get to the point of the conversation. And they're always just, you know, pushing this off, kicking the can down the road is the saying. And Congress does that really well. They excel in that in that report card. Kicking the can, they always get an A plus in that grade, to be sure. No matter which side of the aisle, they just kick. They don't ever solve the problems. Same thing with, you know, immigration as a whole. They've never had, you know, we don't have comprehensive immigration. Everybody talks about it, brags about it, but nothing ever happens for the good of the country. 
they only do what's good for their own political power and political expediency and the next election, of course. That's all they're interested in. This uh, And then this whole, you know, the whole impeachment thing, they were very quick, I'll say this to you, to impeach Trump not once but twice, first time ever that in our history. His first impeachment was the phone call that, you know, Americans never heard uh, with the leader of a country that was <laughs> on the other side of the world. And uh, and we know what happened there uh, with that one. And the second one, they just couldn't get enough of Trump that they wanted to impeach him when he was out of office. Uh, and that was all for um, him asking for the peaceful protest uh, when this whole election calamity of 2020 got out of hand. You know, uh, boy, what a what a day that was. It's a historical look in our country. The January 6th thing I'm speaking about which was really a cry for patriots that wanted to uh, have a redress of their grievances, basically. Now they're all going to spend a good part of their life in jail. You've been seeing those uh, those uh, sentences being handed down, pretty, some pretty serious sentences being handed down from a lot of these former military heroes, uh, from these Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and all of those groups there. Pretty, pretty sad day for our country, friends. Uh, people who had the right, you know, but they had... Something in their heart told them that they needed to be there and fight for freedom. They thought they were doing what the framers wanted them to do. Nobody had weapons or were trying to kill anybody. But now they're going to pay a big price for this unless they get pardoned by some degree or somebody gets in there that changes this paradigm. That's a real conclusive thought. We are uh, we are at a uh, I'd say we're at a crossroads, but we're getting a little even beyond the crossroads at this point. It's becoming a very dire day in America, very dire what's transpiring here. Uh, and it's going to take some real serious conversation to wake our fellow countrymen up. Uh, it's going to take some serious conversation to stop playing Republican Democrat games and understand that we have a global uniparty takeover of our nation. It is really wounding our country in ways that we may never come back from. We we may never be able to regroup and restore American liberty, restore our Constitution and our Bill of Rights and uh, this nation's desire to be that shining city on a hill for humanity. Please uh, pray for your nation. And then let's talk about action and things we can do that are positive in nature, that can restore the rule of law, restore our country to its uh, former self. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. <laughs>